Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tis that time of the season when the ghouls and goblins prowl. Witches ride their broomsticks and bonehead wildcats howl. So scrape your claws together and make some chilling noise. For your haunted wildcatters, those spooky Bosco boys. Boom, the boys are back, and it is time for another live show. And boy, are these a lot more fun when you win. Absolutely magical night. Is it the changing of an era? Get that tweet off. There we go. We're going to have fun before we do. Um, Basketball media day also happened again, wasn't able to attend lots of great content out there, folks. We are almost to the busiest point in every single college sports fans life. And that is honestly November. (laughs) We're very close to K-State basketball kicking off college basketball for the entire world, hosting some big games and hopefully a run to Arlington. Enough of me. I want to talk to all the great fans. I want to start with my guy, Ethan. We're getting right into it. Ethan, just put a bow on it. Talk me through your emotions now, three days removed from that massive win out in West Texas by the K-State Wildcats over the Red Raiders. Uh, It just completely turned the season around. I'm going to be honest. I was pretty down in the dumps last week. Um, Never did. I thought Arlington was completely out of the shot. Every all of our hopes and dreams going into the season before that game were kind of out the drain, and it just kind of gave me a spark. I'm ready to go back into it, ready to believe that you know, hey, maybe we can put this all together and still put together a great season. Maybe we won't accomplish all the things we wanted, but can accomplish a lot. So, very excited with the future of the season and what the future of this program has. 
I love it. I love it. We'll go to Casey next. Casey, uh, I mean, you were in the live show last week. Uh, emotions weren't great, uh, but, you know, the doctor ordered a trip to Lubbock and seemingly at least 12 out of the last 13 times playing Texas Tech is the cure for any sort of slump for this football team. Walk me through your emotions in the game, out of the game. How are you feeling now? Yeah, uh, last week there was a part of me that was thinking, man, we're, we're going to go six and six and go to the Liberty Bowl again or something like that. And now this week I'm back to, okay, Arlington, we can make that happen and go to the Cotton Bowl or something like that. It's unbelievable how one game can make your, your mindset change 180 degrees. Granted, I, I don't know if things were as dire um, and hopefully, you know, we bounce back and, and, and win a few more games. But it kind of resembles that last time we were in Texas Tech, 2001, that Felix and DK Uzama sack results in a safety, takes off the superstardom of Felix. Have we seen that with Avery Johnson? We're going to talk specifically about Avery here in the second one, but I'll go to Aaron next. Aaron, big dub out in West Texas. Uh, keeps K-State firmly in the quest for Arlington. Uh, you know, I've never had him on the show. I need to. Kelly Ford basically has it. Uh, K-State, if we now win on Saturday versus TCU, a 26% chance of getting to Arlington. Uh, so what did that win in Lubbock do for you, your psyche, and what do you think it did for the team? Yeah, thanks, Scott. Really the uh, the true definition of a pendulum game. You know, obviously it doesn't completely erase what happened down in Stillwater. Uh, still a lot of unexplained events and, and lack of just effort, to be frank. But in Lubbock, you know, I don't want to say all sins were forgiven, but it was very promising. The challenge for this team to me is, yes, TCU and Houston are on deck in front of us. Those teams are going to take the same amount of focus, and you got to bring that same energy week after week in the Big 12. So again, Big time dub. I think we learned a lot about the team and the depth. Um, but again, it's it's still a long season, right? We're not out of the woods. Yes, we got through Lubbock, uh, which is, again, a tricky spot to play. Um, but again, this team is <laughs> is a little bit Jekyll and Hyde, right? So I think we're going to talk more about that tonight. But great win last week, a full team effort. Yeah, I, 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 Jekyll and Hyde is a very good word. And Chris Kleiman really was pounding home like, hey, yeah, Give the flowers to the offensive line, to Avery, to the secondary. Uh, But look, they haven't been consistent yet. So a little bit of a worry. And Chris Kleiman mentioned it himself. He didn't say worry. He was pounding home that consistency. But I think that's a great call out. We'll go to map next. Map, uh, big win in Lubbock, setting up what I'm sure is going to be a fun trip for you in Manhattan this weekend. Uh, But what were your emotions after that game? And how are you feeling right now looking back at that Texas Tech game? Well, I was in my pickup for the about the first half of it, and I was switching back and forth because, and I even tweeted out, you know, when things didn't seem like it was going, I had to switch it to something else. About the only way I could survive at the point in time. So, but when I got home, you know, things, you know, we weren't doing this like the second quarter didn't seem as well as the first quarter, but you had a sense that we were still invested. Um, even though they scored and they were getting close and stuff, it it didn't look like one side of the ball checked out or it, it looked like the kids were still flying through the ball or around the ball. Defense was still playing what, uh, as hard as they could. The offense was blocking, you know. So when it did come to the point where we started taking over and stuff, um, 
you could you could even see him pick it up and it was great to see that but like you said we got to have that consistency and you can't just turn it on one week and turn it off the next week you know one of the things in the preseason the media preseason you know everybody talked about the big 12 was a gauntlet not just like basketball you know even you know cincinnati could sneak up and beat somebody if you're not prepared for them so you know you you got they got to be prepared for the next few and we don't have a break so they got to be prepared for the next six seven eight games so yep you said you said it correctly i i hear you there let's go to coley cha not coley dubs anymore we're going to call him coley cha uh cole what what do you got for me what 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 do you take away from that texas tech game and what were your emotions especially coming out of it um it was it was a good win. It was a fun win. They kind of cruised to eventually a 17-point dub, so that's always nice. felt kind of similar to the Central Florida game, um, just in the style of way that, the way the game ended up. Um, I think, you know, they, they fixed some things, but, you know, still not perfect in every facet of the game like they need to be, uh, especially tackling. That really needs to improve, hopefully, here over the next few weeks. Um, but it was fun. I'm just looking forward to another it's going to be another rock fight with TCU. I feel like like every game against TCU, I feel like for the past, since they've been in the big 12, has just been so close and stressful. Yeah. Always a physical game as well. We'll go to email Elvis before I think we have our first ever double trouble during a live show, uh, but we'll go to email Elvis. What's your takeaway? How do you feel that game went and what were your emotions sitting at today on uh, the 18th? That was an awesome win. Um, uh... I didn't even get to watch it live. I was on vacation, couldn't get the game where I was. And uh, so I was watching on ESPN game tracker or whatever it is. And just kind of following along. How weird was that, man? I mean, mean, what is that experience like? You know, in a foreign country, you can't get it. Could could the K-State app get you the audio? I actually was in Canada. Oh, Um, (laughs) not even anywhere fun just canada i I couldn't get hulu uh live tv that we have so anyway it it said something about regional uh restrictions so i'm watching on there and i see will and they drive it down settle for a field goal and the next thing i know avery's in i think oh shit will's hurt um but will wasn't hurt it's just go with the guy that can get it done and and then they alternated. I saw that for a while. So I thought, oh, good. He's not hurt. Um, but to to check in on that game and and see what was going on, it was just amazing. A uh, lot of lot of fun to to uh, know the outcome before you watch it. I didn't get to watch it until Sunday night when I got home. So a um, lot less stressful to watch a game when you have – the outcome in mind and you know you just want to see how it went down uh but avery was amazing uh and and the way he would run horizontally and get a build up speed and then you get six guys chasing him and then he finds a little gap between them and just kind of stops and runs through them and it was it was amazing uh loved every bit of it and can't wait till the next one I love it. All right. We're, I don't know how they're going to handle this, but coming live together, we got Spaghetti Joel and Johnson County Cole. 
together uh, for the live show. I, I don't know which one of you guys is going to talk. If both of you guys are going to talk, it's fun to see the dynamic duo together. Uh, but whoever in that square wants to give me your takeaways from that Texas Tech game, the floor is yours. Yeah, I think we could go ahead and just double team it, if you don't mind. Um, I would never – no, I'm, I'm not going to say it. You, yeah. you guys go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, takeaways, I mean, kind of a weird game, I guess. Um, almost a little bit surreal. I mean, just the way the stat line, I feel, broke out was so weird. Like Avery Johnson, five touchdowns. Obviously, that is – insane but just the fact that it seemed so easy and almost five touchdowns on the amount of yards he had seems a little weird in itself but I mean got to be happy about it offensive line looked good they brought the intensity that was the main thing I was looking for um pretty minimal complaints from my end Joel, what do you got for us? Yo, this is like one of the best days of my life, by the way. Um, Hanging out with my boy Cole, talking to all the boneheads, and my homie Scott, like, let's go, baby. Coming off a big win. Avery Johnson, the hometown kid. How about it? Five touchdowns, elite. Speed is nuts. What he clocked? 20.9, I think, is what I saw in that 30 yard. Which was the fastest so far clocked in all of college football. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the kid a little bit. 18 years old. He's running with boys and now making him look like he's a NASCAR racing go karts out here. Like, beast. Quick. What? Jeez. Quick. Uh, Wide receivers still suck. Uh, how about the D-backs, though? Big comeback. Kobe, welcome back to the show, my boy. Actually looked fast this week. BJ, Hiller, O-line's good. Timothy Sinnott, absolute beast. I mean, <laughs> I say it every week. Like, he's him. And how about the D-line? For sure, got in their face. Um, their quarterbacks, all of them. Uh, pussies. Accumulation of injuries is one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. Um but yeah, super fun game, and I am so I'm hooked and reeled back in, all the way back in, baby. You love to hear it. All right, let, let's talk about the big topic. Uh, I'm gonna leave it open ended for all of you guys. I, I've had two shows, well, really three shows, where I, I've had to had the opportunity to say my piece. I've been all over the place. I'll continue to be all over the place, but I want to give you guys a chance. So I'm just gonna say, all right, Casey, you're up quarterbacks say whatever you want man i i'm not envious of the coaches and having to make uh, some of the decisions and calls they have to this week or at this game after seeing what he did in lubbock man it's hard to to keep avery on the bench for very long that kid he's unbelievably athletic i mean i don't think there's anything i can say that hasn't already been said uh that's kind of my my main thought is i'm a little bit happy I'm not one of the coaches because I don't know if I would have the belief in myself to make the right call there, but I got faith in either one. I think both of them are great. So whoever rolls out on Saturday, man, I'm going to be pulling for them. Definitely. We'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, quarterbacks, what do you got? 
So coming into this year, a perfect world was we go out on top with Will Howard. He goes to the draft, and the future is Avery Johnson. Fortunately, that's not the world we live in. And unfortunately, we didn't realize how big of a deal losing our two best wide receivers were. Um, Will Howard, if we had great, good wide receivers that were able to get open, uh, we were able to get um, just a little bit of separation, he would be our quarterback. Unfortunately, we don't have that situation in front of us right now. And we need a guy at the quarterback position that is able to draw enough of the defense forward that can open up the passing game because he is such a threat in the run. And that will take men off Ben Sennett and the other wide receivers and will open the passing game. Unfortunately, I've seen enough this year, and I don't think it's Will Howard's fault. And it sucks that you have to lose a position when it's not necessarily your fault. But if you don't have wide receivers that can't get open, you can't force the ball into there. And Avery Johnson can open up his wide receivers with his running ability and make this offense click. Unfortunately, it sucks having to put uh, Will Howard, who done so much for this university and won us a Big 12 championship last year. But this is big boy football and you got to make decisions like that and you got to go with you know, the stud that we have in Avery Johnson. Definitely. Thanks for that. We'll go to Aaron next. Aaron, quarterbacks, thoughts, concerns, predictions, anything. Yeah, I think in this case, we can't overthink the situation. It's Avery Johnson, period, end of discussion. He has to start on Saturday. They have to open up the playbook. Don't overthink the room. He's he's stepped up every chance he, he's got, and they've got to give him the reins. If they don't, it's paralysis by analysis, right? It's, well, the running game, we might mix him in. And, okay, Will Howard, yeah, guys, don't overthink this. He's the best athlete on the team, period. Play him, start him, prepare like he's going to be the starter this week. This isn't complicated. Again, all the more frustrating, going back to Stillwater, again, why he didn't come out of the second half and start that second half in Stillwater is beyond me, right? Of all the things to open up that game with his legs, his running ability, opens up the passing game. Again, get the best athlete on the team, on the field, until he shows that he can't do it. Which, guess what, Scott? It ain't going to happen. He is that guy, period. I love it. We'll go to Cole next, or Coley Dubs, Coley Chaw, uh, the beef man. Cole, what do you got? Um, I mean, they kind of wrapped up what was going on in my thoughts regarding the position. Um, I just think, you know, the main key is you do got to open up the offense. If you do go ahead and go with Avery Johnson, um, you know, let him sling it around the field more, do what he needs to do to get dudes open. Um, I just think that for this year, this team moving forward, you know, it has to be Avery Johnson to put your best guys on the field to help you get those dubs. And I think luckily with Will being the guy that he is, and stand-up human being that he is, he's going to do everything he can if he isn't the one called to make sure Avery can help the team and get the dubs as necessary. We'll go to Map next. Map, how, how do you want to see it shake out? How do you think it's going to shake out? Well, Saturday's game more or less shows us that or showed that the uh, quarterback run game is what we need to be doing. Um, not only did it help our receivers a little bit, but it helped the offensive line. It helped our running backs. Um it, it just made the offense gel better. So if they still, you know, if they want to go with Will, 
either we need they either need to decide to call those type of plays also with him and and make him do it. I don't want to say make him, but that's got to be part of what he's got to do. Um, we know he can do it because he did it last year. Or at the same time, just go with uh, Avery and and see what we got out of him. And if they, you know, if he if he can't sling it like they need to when they start bringing the safeties up and trying to stop that run, then we got to go back with it with uh, uh, Will. But at the same time, the the quarterback run offense, one way or the other, is what we got to do now for at this point in time. So. That's, I mean, if the, if that's the young kid, it's the young kid. We'll go to Ema Elvis next. Ema Elvis, uh, you, you were able to take the game in knowing it's a win. See, see all the uh, goodness. Uh, how do you, how do you want to see it play out moving forward? How I want to see it play out may probably won't be the way it is going to play out. Uh, I'd love to see Avery play an entire game and see what he can do. Um. But I think Will will start the game and maybe do series one and three, and Avery might do two and four, and then they're going to just stick with what's working. Um, but that that's kind of how I see it playing out. I don't think this is anything like Jake Waters and Daniel Sams, where that was too predictable. Oh, Jake is in, he's going to throw. Daniel Sams is in, he's going to run. Uh, it's not like that. I, I think – TCU will put about 17 guys in the box and dare Avery to throw. And we're going to have guys open. So I, I think he he's going to have a great game. Will will do some things too, but I think it'll be a lot like the last game where they stick with Avery eventually. Now what's fun is, uh, you know, Texas Tech put nine guys in the box on uh, that third and 10, and they they just pulled Gillum and BB around and ran for a 30-yard touchdown. So you, even if TC is putting the entire squad in the box, what what's exciting is we just saw Avery, you know, beat that. So uh, it, it will be interesting. Let's go. Oh, I uh, loved watching that offensive line pull and the way they worked that, that defense over was just amazing. Uh, uh, it, and the, the play with Senate, knocking out the first one and then taking out a second that, that was a fantastic play yeah I'll, if the line plays like that again we're gonna smoke these guys no i i agree i, I will say it kind of makes me wonder why they don't have gillum pulling on like every play because like you know it, it i don't want to dump on him but he is exponentially better as a polar than he is at anything else uh and he's an elite at, at, as a polling center so We'll, we'll go up to the dynamic duo, Joel and Cole, the the best friends in the entire world. Uh, whoever wants to start, give me your thoughts on the quarterbacks. Ah, uh, man. I mean, so many emotions. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to say something that hasn't already been said. I mean, it sucks for Will, like just a guy that, has just balled out for us and has bought into the program, bought into the coaching staff, is all about what K-State is. Um, it just sucks to see, you know, kind of how he did Adrian is kind of coming. Same thing's happening to him. Um, so, obviously, it's awesome when you have a great – freshman quarterback like Avery but 
a little hint of sadness to it as well. Just feel for the guy. Um, that being said, I hope Avery gets the start this weekend, but I don't expect that to happen. Okay. I'm about to sound real old. Do not boo Will Howard when he steps on the field and they call his name because he will be starting this game. Rightfully so. He's earned it. Avery's going to play a lot, as he should. He's earned that. Will Howard, what he's done for this university, three people have done. I don't want to hear it. I will not stand in Will Howard slander. Avery's the guy. Avery will be the guy eventually, but they're going to start Will Howard. That's the only reason I'm on this tangent is because I know how it's going to go because we've seen it a million times. Avery's the guy, like Cole said, unfortunately for Will, he's getting – it's not snaked, but he's getting snaked the same way he kind of snaked Adrian a little bit. Um but he's a team guy. I love that about him. That's why we love him. He's a K-State guy through and through. Um, and, yeah, extremely blessed to have the quarterback room that we have. Do not take it for granted. This might be a once-in-a-lifetime quarterback room. I think that's accurate because, uh, look, th- that dream scenario, I, I think uh, Ethan said the dream scenario, you know, Will plays well enough to go to the NFL. I don't think that happened. I And I, I think that you could see – three, maybe even four guys transferring out of the uh, quarterback room this offseason. Uh, so enjoy the next uh, seven games, maybe eight games, um, <laughs> because uh, I think Avery and uh, Jacob Knuth might be the only two quarterbacks standing uh, out of the current room. All right, before we move on to the next topic, and we really set our sights on TCU if you guys didn't see what was going on at Big 12 Media Days, if you didn't see Jerome Tang rocking the Charlie Hustle Cats varsity bomber jacket, then I don't know where you were. It was all over social media. It's all over YouTube, all over uh, Instagram, anywhere you look. What is Coach Tang rocking? Charlie Hustle. That's because Jerome Tang is stylish. He is smart. And he is great looking. And when he throws on that jacket from Charlie Hustle, boy, oh boy, does he take it to the next level. He was talking about look good, feel good, good, play good. Well, guess what? None of us are playing. I don't think anyone listening to this show is playing anything anymore. But if you want to look good, if you want to feel good, get over to charliehustle.com today. Get yourself a jacket, get yourself a t-shirt, get yourself a crew neck, get yourself ready for this delicious fall weather that we are currently part of. And make sure you're the best looking cat in your section in Bill Snyder Family Stadium, the Octagon of Doom, the Morgan Family Volleyball Arena. Uh, Is it the Morgan Family Soccer Arena too? I can't remember who sponsored that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I forgot who... uh, who sponsors the soccer soccer field. But guess what? If you're going to a K-State event, be the best-looking guy and rock the Charlie Hustle. It's the brand. They're helping us out. Check them out. And then tweet at them. Say, hey, this is great. I heard about it on Bosco's Boys. Do that for me. Tag me. Thank you. All right, let's move into it. Uh, TCU, look, uh, 
Depending on where you look, advanced stats have this anywhere from a two-point game to a five-and-a-half-point game. Vegas has it at six-and-a-half. Everyone is saying, hey, we should win, but guess what? It's the Big 12, and as I've said a million times, not a million times, I think this is the sixth time I've said it, the Big 12 is drunk, like Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, drunk. You have no idea what's going to happen. So I want to know your guys' key to V, key to victory on Saturday. We're starting with Casey. Casey, what do you got for me? Yeah, my main two keys to V are uh, Rattle, TCU's quarterback. I believe he's also a true freshman, but he threw a couple picks last week, so – you know, get to him early, you know, make him feel a little bit uneasy. And I think Ema almost kind of touched on it earlier, man. If the O-line can bring the beef like they usually do, man. That'll be that'll be real nice to throw some of their guys around. Let Avery, Treshawn, DJ, whoever's running, just let them go wherever they want. I love it. We'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, what's what are one or two, three, however many keys you want to give us to extend, I think it would be five out of six if we take care of TCU on Saturday. Oop, muted. Mute, mute, mute. There you go. Get pressure often and early. I want uh, us to come out on fire. I think so far this year that our defensive ends have been a little underperforming when it comes to the sack numbers. I'd like to see Khalid Duke in the backfield and getting pressure early and get this backup quarterback rattled. Outside good, of that, just to, go, go ahead. ahead. You no, know, I, I was going to say he, he had a good game and uh, hard and clean hits in, against the Texas Tech quarterbacks uh, last week. So get there a little bit early, get that sack. I'm right there with you. Yep. And then the second thing I would say is capitalize in the red zone. I mean, we, we've done a good job, and I want to see it continue just – get touchdowns where well, I, I do think we'll be able to move the ball against them. I think the key is going to be when we get in those red zones, scoring touchdowns, keep scoring touchdowns. Not let's not put ourselves in the position, even though Zittner, not Zittner. Um, why am I blanking our field goal and the kicker's name? Chris, but Tennant. Chris Tennant. He's been, he, he was good last game, kicked a great field goal. Let's not put him in that position. Let's give touchdowns. Yeah, so a little teaser for the whip around show. I had a nice quick conversation with my guy Parker Fleming. Uh, he actually really documented well TCU's red zone struggle. So if, if we're scoring our red zone and if our red zone defense can can buck up, it, that's going to definitely be a big night for us. Let's go to Aaron and then we'll go to Cole after that. Aaron, what is your key to V? Yeah, I think it's going to be the offensive line, you know, continuing the progress from last week down in Lubbock. Um, again, early and often, we, we're going to have to control the line of scrimmage on offense, regardless who the quarterback and what the game plan is. Um, I think up front, we've got to keep a clean pocket, get momentum in the running game. Offensive line has to be the key to beat. I love it. All right, Cole, what do you got for me, my friend? Cole, uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> – I'm going to go with uh, – I have enough faith in our offense to move the ball and score points. Um, I think uh, tackling, you know, just tackling in general just needs to be better. And I just, because we had so many tackles last week where should have gone for negative yardage or right at the line of scrimmage, they end up getting five or six or whatever. But I think just tackling, wrapping up in good defense will be the key to be. And that will be a big thing, especially in TCU's rushing uh, offense. I believe. 
I believe TCU running backs as a whole uh, are averaging over three yards after first contact, and their starting running back is up closer to four. Uh, so that's going to be a big one on Saturday. So good call out, Cole. We'll go Ema Elvis, then Map. Ema Elvis, what is your key to V? Key to V will be win the turnover margin by three or more. I love that we had a clean game uh, and that we got, what, three turnovers, I think? Really five if you count the fourth down turnovers. Um, so that that was a great recipe for a win in my book. Um, do that and we're we're rolling. I'll say I hope we don't need three turnovers, but if we get three, I guarantee I here's a Scott Wildcat guarantee. If we are plus three in the turnovers, we're gonna win the game. And if we we'll don't, do I'll I'll give you guys all a Charlie Hustle t-shirt. <laughs> uh so hopefully I don't have to do that. All right. Uh we'll go to uh Aaron. Did you just try to join twice or something? Oh, boy. We might be getting hacked. We'll go to Map next, and then we'll go to Will. Map, what's your key to be? I think um, the defensive backs are going to have to be ready and prepared again this week. Uh, their quarterback, even though he's a freshman and backup, he had a pretty good game last week uh, throwing the ball. And then I think the offensive line just keep mowing people over, letting the running backs and, and the quarterbacks do what they need to do. So... I love it. All right, we'll go to Will, and then we'll go to the dynamic duo. Will, what is your key to be? Yeah, so looking back on the game last games last year, uh, and then also against Tech, I would say, one, stay healthy, and also, two, uh, limit negative uh, momentum swings. So if you turn it over, don't let it be seven points. Keep it to three or less. That's a good one. That's a good one, Will. All right. Uh, we'll go to the dynamic duo, Spaghetti Joel and not-so-Colorado Cole. What do you guys have for your keys to V? All right. My key to V uh, is going to be uh, run the damn ball. Um, that just seems to be like if we're moving the ball on the run, we're going to win games this year. That's our strength, it seems. Lean into it. And the run, that just kind of sets the tone for the game. You know, that's when you're going body on body. You're putting, you know, men on men going at it. But, you know, that's how you set the tone for the game. You know, you win the trenches, run the ball. You control the game. You control the possession battle. Um, So if we can't run the ball, that's when it's going to be a tight game. All right. What about Spaghetti Joel? What do you got for us? Yeah, I'm going to feed off that a little bit. Um, I felt like, so we played them twice last year. The first game, um, half our team got hurt. And the second game, we went out there and kind of just beat the living crap out of them. Um, and I feel like going off of what Cole said, early and often set the tone. There's probably going to be a fight. Let's be honest. Two years in a row, there's been a fight. If they start fighting, get after them, boys. Like, let them know we are not one to be played with. Like, stand on your business. Get after them early and often. Let them know, like, hey, this ain't a cakewalk. Big 12 champs house now. Welcome to the big leagues, baby. 
Yeah, I think that proud of the house video is going to slap with tons of uh, highlights from the uh, Big 12 championship game from last year. Uh, and yeah, it, it's been chippy. It's been chippy. Uh, honestly, ever since TCU came into the Big 12, folks remember that first trip down to Fort Worth. Uh, they were they were taking dirty shots on Colin Klein. Uh, there's been multiple injuries that have occurred, occurred playing TCU. So protect yourself. If it gets chippy, I mean, you know, look, I I don't like agreeing with Joel, but bring the villain energy. You got to get chippy back. You got to fight with him back a little bit. Uh, don't penalize yourself. Don't hurt the team, but but don't be don't be a pushover either. All right, before we get to picks to click, folks, Manhattan Brewing Company is opening up at 11 on Saturday. So you don't have any excuse not to stop in, get a couple four packs, get a couple crowlers and a pint or two before you head over to Bill Snyder Family Stadium to get your tailgates on. Check them out. Heck, kick back, relax, watch some of the 11 a.m. games before you get going. I love Manhattan Brewing Company. I'm going to stop in for a pint or two and grab a couple four packs to take with me to the stadium on Saturday. You guys should too. They got Pumpkin Batch on tap. They got Championship Run, the Purple Hefeweizen on tap, Tang Party on tap, Townie Wheat on tap. It does not get better than this, folks. The best beer in the entire state of the Kansas in the entire state of Kansas is being poured right there on Points Avenue. Check them out. Get some to go. Get a couple pints. Tell them Bosco's boy sent you, and tell them they're the best brewery in the state of Kansas. All right, let's get to picks to click. Who is going to be that guy? Who is going to be one of those guys as you're walking out of the stadium? You say, you know what? Seth Porter had another great game on special teams. Uso had a big game in the middle. What says you, Casey? Is it cheating if I say Avery Johnson? Is that too easy of an No, answer? I've gone soft in my old age, and uh, <laughs> you, you can pick whoever you want. That's it. I mean, it's hard to not pick Avery. After what we saw last week, I think TCU's run defense is, has about the same kind of numbers Tech's defense does. So, I mean, like, Man, why not have him? Slightly better uh, against the quarterback run, but they do give yeah. up some big runs. They give up explosive runs. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if that's the case, yeah, why not say he'll go sicko mode a couple times? I love it. We'll go to Ethan next. Ethan, who is your pick to click? Nothing yet has shown me that this is the reason I should pick it, but I want it to happen. So I'm going to say it. Keegan Johnson gets in the end zone either between a special teams touchdown or Avery hits him down the middle for a touchdown. I am ready. I'm seeing little bits, little bits every single game that give me just a tiny bit of hope. I think today's this weekend is the game that will click. He might not go off like we all hoped he would before the season, but he ends in the end zone. He has been stopped like at the like half yard line twice this season. And uh, look, I'm never going to pick it again. And I'm never going to disseminate the Keegan Johnson propaganda coming out of Manhattan again. I feel like I've betrayed the boneheads because I did it like seven different times. Uh, But I honestly think he might be most dangerous in a jet sweep type of thing. And if we are seeing a lot of Avery Johnson getting uh, that motion, getting those reads, getting those extra guys to hand the ball off, I, you know, look, I'm not going to predict it. You're a brave man. Uh, But, hey, we might see it. We might see it. That's all I'm going to say. Aaron, what do you got for me? Who's your pick to click? 
Yeah, give me Khalid Duke as a pick to click. I think, uh, you know, we've seen our pass rush to some of the boneheads earlier, uh, their points they made. A little bit underwhelming uh, this season, but I think Khalid Duke back at home, get the crowd noise going. Uh, look for him to have a couple of sacks and maybe a uh, forced fumble. Uh, Khalid Duke, pick to click. Hey, I like it. I want to see. I want to see the fishing celebration a little bit more. I like it. I uh, will go to Will, then Ema Elvis. Will, who is your pick to click? So my pick last week was Ben Sinnott. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back. I didn't uh, exactly see it going down how it did, but I did say something about blocking, and we all saw that beautiful double block on the Avery touchdown. Um, so I, I do think he'll be crucial again, but I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to pick RJ Garcia because it sounds like they had a sit down talk, uh, the wide receiver room. And also it, my understanding is he got bumped to the four spot. So I'm hoping he's got a little bit of motivation and I think we're going to need some explosiveness from our wide receivers to add a little dynamic dynamicism. Sorry there for Avery to really thrive. So that's what I'm picking, RJ. Maybe I'm trying to wish it into existence, but that's what I'm going with. Ema Elvis, what do you got? I'm not being brave. I'm just being repetitive. I'm going with Keegan Johnson until he clicks. But I I think he will get open uh, because of Avery's running game. And he's going to get some explosive plays this week. I'm counting on him. Deacon Johnson might like I, I I'm not patient enough to go back and and, and uh, tally everything up. I think he might be the most picked to click player so far this year, and he's yet to click. So, you know, if you're gonna do a Keegan Johnson strike and pick him every week until he does, then then you know, bravo to you. Uh, we'll go Coley Dubs, then Map, and then we'll go to the dynamic duo. I know at least one of them is not liking hearing all this Keegan Johnson talk. <laughs> Uh, but but we'll get there in a second. Cooley Dubs, what do you got? I'm going to go with uh, Mr. VJ Payne on defense. Uh, I think he's going to get a young quarterback uh, there for TCU. Hopefully the D-line can you know get some pressure on him. He can throw up some interceptable balls, and I think VJ Payne's going to get another interception and get to keep the ball this time, unlike uh, last week. Yeah, you know, I, I get why they want their ball back, but, I mean, come on, let VJ keep it. I'm right there with you. They have plenty of them. They do it in fine. They do. All right, we'll, we'll go to Map, and then we'll go up to the dynamic duo. Map, who is going to be your pick-to-click? My pick-to-click is going to be Austin uh, Romaine. Uh, he uh, he played – he was a warrior last, last Saturday uh, with his hand and all that, but at the same time, he was in there, and uh, – I think um, he's going to be a big part of stopping that running game uh, Saturday night. And if we can do that and he can stick right in there, um, I think we have a good chance of slowing him down. So, Yeah, he had a warrior-type game. And, again, uh, Chris Kleiman said it's not a for-sure thing he's going to play. So it's going to be something I'm hoping Chris uh, – or not Chris uh, – Joe Klanderman touches on in his uh, post or press availability uh, on Thursday – and then that's the first thing I'm looking for when I get through those gates and I'm seeing warm-ups. I want to see if Austin Romaine's out there. All right, let's get to the dynamic duo. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff going on over there. Uh, everyone, anyone can make their picks. Who is going to be the pick to click? Okay, my pick to click, I'm done being negative. Um, also, yeah, Keegan Johnson, pick to clicks like so like week one, guys. Come on. Um my pick to click this week is Marquis Siegel is going to be 
Good. That's the one. Dre, pick to click. Who's going to pop off this week? Put me on the spot. Avery Dobson. I'm going to say Uso is going to have a big game this week. Uh, he's going to record a sack. And uh, I won't predict more than a sack. That's, that's a tough one in itself. So, Uso. No butt cheeks. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting to we're getting to super specific predictions right now, and I'll just keep it with, with, with that with that fun party going on over there. Give me your guys' super specific predictions for this game. We we heard a no butt cheeks, but uh, you know what what is it going to be, Joel? Uh, yeah, that's not real specific because that's like every game. Uh, I would go like a hundred for a hundred on that. Uh, my super specific is going to be I'm going to go two fights. First kickoff. Halftime kickoff, two fights. Lots of ejections if that's the case. Okay, you don't have anything. All right, I'm going to say super specific prediction. Chris Tennant has a perfect day, and Avery Johnson over two and a half touchdowns uh, and a touchdown apiece for – DJ and Treshawn Ward. That would be over five rushing touchdowns uh, once again. So I like it. That is bold. That is bold. We'll go to Casey next. Casey, super specific prediction. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be full on fight, but I think that there will be some, uh, some, some dust ups, some pushing and shoving at some point. And I think that'll uh, make the student section start chanting uh, F the frogs at some point. I'm you not know, encouraging it. I don't care. But, but that, that's my that's my prediction. Yeah, as long as they're not chanting it during any band stuff. Uh, all right. Much love to Joel and all of them. Here's a teaser for uh, the summer shows. I think I'm going to be able to sit down and ask Dr. Frank Trace what he thinks about the F word being chanted during band songs. I believe I have an in, and Dr. Frank Trace will be coming on Bosco's Boys. That's going to be an appointment podcast uh, for some of the questions I'm going to ask. So there, there's a little teaser for next offseason. We'll go to Cole next. Cole, what is your super specific prediction? Avery Johnson is going to have himself a very nice 69-yard touchdown run. Um, I think it's going to reach a top-in speed of like 21.4 miles per hour. I think the fastest clock in the NFL this year is 21.9. So that would be, that would be impressive. He's got this. All right, let's go to Will next. Will, what do you got? Um, I'm going to say Gary Patterson's in attendance at the game. Does he not, is he not still with Texas? I Googled it right before uh, this segment and he stepped away or something. That's at least that's the top Google result. So who knows? I, I'm just kind of free willing here. Well, I mean, I think that's a good one. I, I, I think that's a really good one. Uh, I'll be on the lookout for old Gary and I'm going to ask him why he blocked me on Twitter back in 2018, despite me never tweeting at him. We'll go to map next map. Who's your pick or what's your super specific prediction? Well, I don't know if it's much of a prediction because it happens almost every game right now, but I predict between 5.30 and 5.45, the public address announcer is going to ask the student section to squeeze in because we've got too many people in the stadium. So I think that's awesome that, that they got to do that. But at the same time, I it's a solid prediction. So 
no, I, I like that. I, I, I'm always pumped when that happens. Uh, we'll go to Ema Elvis, and then we'll end this one with Aaron. Ema Elvis, what is your super specific prediction? That Avery won't get five touch rushing touchdowns in this game, but he'll get four. And two will be passing. Wait, so are you saying, his, so Tom, uh, yeah. I, I want to make sure I'm I'm following this. You're saying four rushing and four two rushing, passing? Two okay. passing. All right. One of the rushing touchdowns is in the first quarter, a quarterback draw, first and 10 from our own nine, and he runs it for 91 yards. TD. Okay. Uh, Ema Elvis, I, I will I will buy you a Charlie Hustle jacket, T-shirt, and crew neck, as well as four four-packs from Manhattan Brewing Company, if that entire oh, prediction comes correct. Okay. Well, my other prediction is that the basketball cats will use that bat cats cat that Jerome Tang was showing off. Ooh, they're going to have that in their uniform uh, mix this year. Okay, I'm not going to add that. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be any uniform changes okay, for basketball for a this bonus. year. But, but I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not going to put anything past Coach Jerome Tang when it comes to looking good, feeling good, playing good. All right, we'll go to Aaron next for the final super specific prediction before we get into. Oh no, Ethan, Ethan, sorry. All the all the boxes moved when Joel and Cole left. That's my fault. Ethan, then Aaron. I wanted to end with Aaron. Ethan, what is your super specific prediction? I got two. Uh, first one will be the first time we get to see good, good old President Linton back in the house. He's going to be riding on a Harley. It's going to be electric. Seeing him come back into the stadium on a Harley, it's going to be great. And then the second one is still this memory of Daniel Sams doing a high step juke hashtag life. I'm going to see Avery Johnson pull it out to get into the end zone. Those are my two predictions. I love both of those. Shout out to President Linton. Uh, Sounds like uh, that that fight against cancer. uh, You know, there's something about these K-State folks. Uh, sounds like it was very successful and I can't wait to see him on that Harley. That's a, that's a great one right there. And shout out to Daniel Sams. I don't know what you're doing. I hope you're okay. You were absolutely electric in the short time we got to see you. All right, we'll go to Aaron next before we get everyone's score predictions. Aaron, what do you got? Yeah, I think we, uh, return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. God only knows we're going to be receiving it, whether we, you know, win the toss and elect to receive or they defer. Doesn't matter. Keegan Johnson, Treshawn Ward, whoever's back there, takes it to the house on a big Seth Porter block, opening kickoff for a touchdown. Sign me up. Sign me up. Uh, although I hope TCU wins the toss in that scenario because, I mean, look, I I, I get it. It's a very niche thing for me. I had to get you going, concern. Scott. I had to get you going. No, I know, no, I, I know. know. I know. It, it's it's a niche thing for me. I I get it. I get it. I I've I've received some folks just telling me to chill out. It's not that big of a deal. I don't know how big of a deal it is, but it does make me mad. And I've been doing this show for over six years now, so I'm I'm gonna get mad if I want to. All right, let's get your guys' score predictions. Hoping we see a clean sweep uh, for Wildcat victories. We're gonna start with Casey. Casey, what is your score? I'm feeling a 42-27 Cats win. That's a good one. That's a good one. We'll go Ethan, then Cole. Got a 
24 cats win. I like it. Cold and map. I'm going to go 38-31 cats. Lots of covering map. What do you got? I'm going 35-24 cats. Still, what, four for four on the cover. Ema Elvis, what do you got? Sorry, Elvis. I couldn't get unmuted. There you um, go. Uh, I've got 42 to 16 cats. Ooh, you, all right. You guys, you guys are making me feel feel a little cowardice with the way I predicted the game. We'll go Will, and then we'll end with Aaron. Yeah, I'm going with TCU to lose this game, 44 to 10. I like it. And then Aaron, what do you got for me? K-State, 55, TCU, 10. That that 50 burger that still seems to, uh, to avoid K-State. I love it. I love it. Well, folks, that's all we have uh, next week. I, I, I don't know if the live show is going to be here next week. I'm working on a couple basketball-specific shows as we get a little bit closer. We'll see. Uh, I'll definitely announce it. I'll, I'll know by Monday uh, if we'll have the live show or not, so stay tuned. Uh, thank you to everyone who did join, folks. We're getting closer to basketball. K-State tipping off against USC out in Vegas. We got a uh, exhibition game versus Emporia State as well. Before we go, if you guys are participating or if you're still listening, Cats for Cans is this Saturday. Whether you have some canned food, whether you ha- are able to make a monetary donation, uh, whatever it is, I know it can help. I worked with Cats for Cans quite a bit back when I was in school because I was in the School of Leadership Studies. It's a great front fundraiser, and this Saturday is an absolute big one. At Bosco's Boys, we are going to do a drawing to try to get folks uh, to, to make a donation. You can do it online as well. But if you tweet at Bosco's Boys, or if you want to, you can send it in a DM. The receipt from any Cats for Cans donation, the Flint Hills Bread Basket, or take a selfie of you donating some cans or cash at the game on Saturday. We are going to get do a giveaway. If 10 people do it, we'll do one uh, one ticket giveaway. 22, all the way up to 50, five ticket giveaways. Your choice of an exit of two tickets to the K-State Emporia State Exhibition Game, K-State Wichita State in Kansas City, or the women's basketball team taking on Mizzou in St. Joe. So if we get up to 50 people sending me uh, proof of donation, I'm giving away five pairs of tickets to the winner's choice. Uh, so if you can, please make a donation uh, or at least think about it or at least pass on that information to folks who are going to be at the game. That's all we have. Thank you so much to everyone who participated. If you're still listening, be a friend, tell a friend something nice, make somebody's day. For Chauncey, the best dog in the world, for the Boneheads, the best fans of any fan-run amateur college sports podcast in the world, my name's Scott McFarland. We love you guys. And go cats. Well, now I need to freaking find a way to end. Zoom screwed everything up. And I'm talking, so I'm now gonna have to now I'm gonna have to edit this all out. Hail to the purple, hail to the white, wildcat in spirit. Wildcat in fight Hey
Network.